welcome to the Business Brainwave Show with Renata Jute, where we will look at ways to optimize your business. So, September month is Trust Month at Noble Prosperity, and I'm so excited to introduce and bring to you Fear Funder Spey from Trustees as my guest. I didn't uh, interview with Fear that stretched uh, over quite a period of time, and uh, I then broke up that interview into several uh, smaller podcasts, and I will be bringing those podcasts to you during the month of September. So if you are interested in all things trusts, and you want to know how trusts are affected by the taxes and the law and what the master has to say about trusts, then stick around. Make sure that you pick up on all the podcasts during the month of September where Fear Funder Spay from Trustees will be my guest. Now we have the next topic, trustees, roles, and responsibilities. And this in itself is probably a whole 400-page book worth of information. But if we want to touch on this shortly and just see, I think, number one, where would trustees find out, other than in your book and in my book, what their roles and responsibilities are and how not to get into trouble? What should we look out for? And, um, yeah, let's touch on that a bit, Fia. Yes. I think the starting point, you know, it's not not a very glamorous thing to be approached and asked to be a trustee. Uh-uh. I think very, very few people understand that if you're a family member, even if your husband, the wife, the child, the family friend, the brother, sister, the moment you are accepting an appointment as a trustee, it comes with a whole house full of responsibilities. And... Um, In a recent webinar, I've taken through people, the form that you sign when you actually accept to become a trustee, you know, a lot of people say, I know nothing about trusts. You know, I think you are in big trouble because uh, when people take care of trustee appointments, they, you know, pass you a whole wad of documents and you kind of just sign on a dotted line without reading the document. There's Mm -hmm. a certain J417 that you would sign before you are appointed by the master. Um, that states the following, that you actually understand the law of trust. If you don't understand the law of trust, you better say no, because the master is not asking it for nothing. And uh, you can see now with the link between SARS and the master, it's very difficult to later claim ignorance. So um, better make sure that the forms that you sign when you accept, you know, uh, the role as a trustee, you um, answer truthfully because if you're probably going to say no to a lot of those questions which are automatically marked as yes I'm sure by the time you get the form um, if you answered no the master may end up um, asking for security because remember you are acting in a fiduciary capacity and you can't claim ignorance you can't claim that you don't understand a thing of trust and now you actually have to take care of other people's money because there's two very very important things Once you accept the role as a trustee, you are acting in a fiduciary capacity. That means it's a legal obligation to take care of another's um, assets. And then when you turn to um, Section 9.1 of the Trust Property Control Act, it says all trustees 
not just the independent trustee, all trustees will act with the necessary care, diligence, and skill. And unless you are acting with the necessary care, diligence, and skill, and so by the way, the court said that when you look at that section 9-1, it's actually when you look at how you treat your assets, you have to take greater care when you actually take care of others' assets. And there's been a number of court cases. There's a Slipknot investment case where the poor farmer, his brother set up trusts and the brother just ran it whatever way he wanted. And uh, they brought the whole pack of documents to him, not knowing that in that pack he's signing personal sureties and mm. obviously went bust. And the court said, sorry for you. And he claimed ignorance and said, you know, um, I'm just a farmer. I know nothing about trusts. And he probably ticked those uh, J417 forms as, yes, I'm almost convinced. And the court said, sorry for you. Um, we don't tolerate puppets, silent, sleeping trustees. Um, if you take on the role as a trustee, you have to actively manage a trust with the other trustees. And uh, that farmer ended up um, incurring 8 million rand personal liability. Wow. For, for signing that surety. So I think... It is not something you should take lightly and to take guidance, you know, the court said, you know, fiduciary responsibility is not some obscure thing. It's actually really, really simple. You look at um, it's a legal obligation to actually, you know, look after the assets of another person. So when you just unpack just the fiduciary um, role that you play in, um, trustees must understand that they jointly own and jointly control assets. Now that is the basic, basic principle. So don't for once think you can be excluded, first of all, from decisions. You have to be part of every single decision. And the court said, you know, trust is run by um, resolution, not by decisions. So I don't care if it's a majority decision that people so frequently rely on because a trust deed allows you to make decisions through majority decision. Joint ownership, joint control requires every single trustee to participate in trust matters. You need to be invited to trustee decisions or to trustee meetings where decisions are going to be made. You need to be made aware which decisions are going to be taken at the trustee meeting. And if you don't agree, only then you know, can the trustees rely on the majority decision. You will, however, be required to sign that resolution. So don't for once think. Um, you know, being a silent trustee or puppet trustee, you know, you, um, you know, don't have to sign if you are not part of the, the majority, you still, you required by law to actually sign that resolution with other trustees, because that's how external parties do business with a the trust, they rely on a piece of paper a resolution to say, is this transaction approved? Yes or no. And that's what they rely on, you know, they don't have the the, in, in company law, we have the Turk one rule where, um, you know, outsider can rely or assume that the internal processes were followed. Um, in trusts, you don't have that. So they look at a piece of paper, which is a resolution and say, is this transaction approved by the board of trustees? I don't want, you know, comebacks later and to say, oh, but this one didn't participate. Oh, and this one didn't agree. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, that's a piece of paper that they look at. And uh, very important that, that all trustees have to participate. So when you look at your fiduciary role, it doesn't mean that trustees can do whatever they wish. You know, a lot of people say, oh, this is a discretionary trust. You know, we can do whatever we want. Mm. Not the truth at all. Um, so be very mindful that uh, every single decision that you make, you have to actually make independently and you have to demonstrate that you have applied your mind. There's a VIT versus VIT case, uh, I think 2012, 
where uh, again there was a there was a, a manipulating uh, trustee who basically forced the the wife uh, and and other trustees to actually sign a resolution giving the eldest brother you know a very favorable lease now in the trust deed it said you know the trust the, the trustees will will treat the beneficiaries equally now you can see that um, you know didn't end up being in equal treatment and that was actually to the disadvantage of some of the beneficiaries and the courts were so fed up with that they actually removed the trustees so you can see that uh, you know there are major consequences for not following the trust deed you have to make sure that every decision you make is in alignment with the purpose of the trust if the trust deed you know says that um, it's set up for the benefit of the beneficiaries when you look at another court case the Grissel versus the Koch case in 2017 the court said you know the assumption is all beneficiaries will be treated even-handedly yes. unless there's a specific need of one beneficiary. For example, if one of the children wants to go study overseas now and the trustees, you know, that's in, in alignment with the purpose or the objective of the trust uh, to take care of the education, which most trustees, you know, have as, as an objective. You know, obviously, you know, if, uh, you know, becoming a medical doctor overseas and it costs a couple of million rand, I don't even know how much studies cost these days. But, you know, in that instance, you know, you've applied your mind, it's for the benefit of a specific beneficiary, then you can, um, you know, distinguish or differentiate between beneficiaries. Apart from that, the courts assume that all beneficiaries will be treated even-handedly. You cannot apply your discretion left, right and centre. And so, by the way, let the, the estate planner or the founder, you know, receive most of the benefit out of the trust. Yes. That is not allowed. So uh, just a couple of principles. Uh, when we look at the fiduciary uh, duty, um, the already in the dual case, as I said, you know, in 99 already, where they spoke about disclosure of information, the courts there said that trustees always have to act with utmost good faith. So, you know, that's a barometer of, you know, what is, is expected of you. So, you know, again, uh, the court said it's not some mysterious thing, you know, it is really acting in utmost good faith. You know, I think it sits in your gut when you make a decision or you're not making a decision, you know, is that, you know, acting in utmost good faith. So a fiduciary duty entails uh, a duty of care. Now, that is very similar to our Section 91 uh, duty of, of, of care in terms of um, how trustees have to act and they have to act with greater care compared to how they treat their, their personal assets. Um, and uh, they have to uh, act with a duty of impartiality. Now, that is very difficult because we build up personal relationships with, with beneficiaries, with co-trustees. So um, the requirement to at all times act impartially is, is a very, very big ask. You know, we're all human, but that, you know, is what you would do when you actually act in a fiduciary capacity. Um, and, you know, the uh, Joel Bramwell uh, case of uh, 2000, um, they specifically speak about a conflict of interest and said trustees have to avoid that at all times. And, uh, you know, if you don't, um, you know, be mindful of a conflict of interest, um, that could actually lead to a breach of your uh, fiduciary, uh, fiduciary responsibility. We also have to act independently. Mm -hmm. um, and independence is very important. So independence means I as a trustee have to, on my own, consider information, consider a request, and I have to independently make a decision. I cannot be overruled, overrun, dominated by another trustee 
obviously if somebody else can convince me based on facts that I can still, you know, independently, you know, make up my mind, um, you know, then happy to do that. But you have to actually independently, you know, look at information and make up your mind and then vote. So that requirement is, is, is very, very important. And then obviously accountability. Uh, we said, you know, a trust is supposed to be transparent. You have to be held accountable for what you're doing. You can't, you know, rely on, on your discretionary powers and just do whatever you wish. And you don't have to account to anybody. You know, the beneficiaries can't ask for in information um, because you're on this very high chair. You know, it's very important that you will remain accountable. And in terms of the Doyle case uh, in 1999, you have to provide information if so requested by the beneficiaries. Mm -hmm. Be very mindful if your trust deed even requires you to account to beneficiaries because some trust deeds do require that. Yes. And then obviously the master also has, um, in terms of section 16.1, the uh, power to ask for information. So I think that's kind of a very high level, um, you know, once we actually look at, once you accept your role as a trustee, what's expected of you to do. I think it sits in your gut. It's treating the trust assets, you know, with greater care than what you would have treated your own. The courts are clearly saying, unless the trust deed allows you, you can't gamble with trust assets. The starting point is you should protect and, and preserve trust assets. And again, often that is stated in the trust deed. So um, yeah. I think there's a very fine balance between protect and preserve trust assets, you know, and there are court cases where they looked at, you know, if, you, if you're too conservative, and now you actually, you know, miss an opportunity of a capital growth, for mm. example, with the asset by not making the decision. You can't be too risk averse. However, you know, you can't gamble and, uh, you know, take business risk unless, you know, it's specifically allowed in your trust deed as well. So you have to be very mindful of how you go about with yep. trust assets as well. Yeah. So I think if one recaps, honestly, at the end of the day, I think the first and foremost thing is, you have to act with honesty and integrity, uh, impartiality. Um, and like you said, for me, that thing of being an independent decision maker with your decisions resting in fact. You cannot mm -hmm. just make emotional decisions. You cannot just be dragged along into decisions or just constantly abstain from making decisions. You mm -hmm. have to make a decision. Whether it is in agreement or not, it is still a decision. So when a decision is to be passed, the only time you can really, I believe, abstain from that decision is if the, the end result of the decision will benefit or harm you directly. Then you have to abstain from making that decision and it is then over to the other trustees to make that decision. But independently, um, making the decisions, uh, that is so important. And I've seen this over my 20 years in trusts, how seldom decisions are reached independently. And that factor of accountability. I cannot tell you how many times I've said to people, well, what is this? Don't know. Where does this come from? Don't know. Well, how, my best, why did you take out this policy? I don't know. My financial planner said I could afford it. It's like, but, but, you know, these kind of things just don't make sense. At the end of the day, how is it to the benefit of the beneficiaries? So for me, that also, how do we avoid conflict, conflict of interest? Because remember, if I'm the trustee and I'm the beneficiary, but I'm a co-trustee and I'm also one of many beneficiaries, it becomes so important to remember that you're wearing the trustee hat and that you have to act, as you said, 
impartially and for the benefit of all beneficiaries and that they should all be treated fairly and equally. So the first point for me is honesty and integrity and impartiality and looking after these assets in the trust uh, better than you would even after your own. So yeah, in short, that is definitely it. And as you mentioned, there are so many court cases. It, you know, it's funny, in the Trust Property Control Act, it's such a small act. You know, if you look at the content in it, it compared to the Tax Act, for argument's sake, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a small, it's a few pages. But we always have to refer to the court cases because that's where the president is set. And that is where we will then always go and find our source, where we will find what we are referring to. It's what happened in which court case. And that is what we are then relying on for our decisions. So at the end of the day, if you don't know about trustees' uh, responsibilities and you are a trustee, ensure that you get the proper training, read, learn, um, and ensure that the people you surround yourself with are also uh, in good knowledge, in good stead with trusts and trustee responsibilities. So that is then our trustees' roles and responsibilities.